Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's a football podcast. What else would it be? Name's in the title. We are a man down. Um, he's not faking an injury. He's just uh, he's just not here. Uh, Matt, wherever you are in the world right now, we uh, we miss you. Come back to us. Not to worry. Paul's here and Stuart here and they'll man this boat. Yeah, let's go with boat. I'll man the boat. We've got uh, information about what happened in the England games and we've got uh, predictions for the upcoming games over the next week. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, wave at the screen. We'll wave back. Um, while you're waving, use your hand to click the subscribe button and become a hero with one click. If you're listening along, that's fine. Uh, wherever it is you are getting this podcast is wonderful, but if you can subscribe, it is a big help and we appreciate it. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the football podcast. Recording in progress. She's not wrong. She's usually right. Apart from that time that it didn't happen and, uh, you know, all the upset ensued. Somebody got sued. Somebody got fired. Oh, that's all I know. Anyway, it's... For the, for, the audio, for the audio listeners, it's guess whose voice they're going to hear. For the YouTube viewers, it's guess which podcast it is. Especially if neither of those groups check the description. Other than that, uh, it's that time of the week. It's time to talk about football games. Or uh, or for the rest of this year and early next year, soccer games. As this is only one of our football-related podcasts. Look at that face. Look, he's all, uh, he's all sour. Don't be sour, Stu. Well, so it, it, it just it has just not dawned on me there. I, obviously, we call it American football. So why don't they call it English football or British football? I think they have a tendency to call it English soccer. Well, they call it the uh, the English soccer league, which yeah. is all kinds of wrong. But yeah, the one that used to the one that used to do mining was the uh, the British Premier League. That's the one. That's the one that pisses me off, and I, I, I don't really have a, a dog in this fight. Um, but yeah, when they do the Premier League, side, Premier, get out. It's it all it all boils down to semi-finals and all the pronunciation of that nonsense as well. It's a semi-final defense. I think we've possibly hit a tangent early doors here gentlemen i was gonna say wow. we've we've switched from the reason we're here to a completely different reason about why americans are wrong <laughs> it's, it's a it's a pretty standard section for us really i mean it should probably be like a new a new podcast section on, on all of the podcasts at some point but you know here we are Anyway, welcome along, ladies and gentlemen, to another instalment of the uh, as as yet to be titled football podcast for uh, 
this upcoming season. Um, obviously, when we get to like week 27 or something, and it's still just called The Football Podcast. I mean, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure that ship has sailed now. We're up to like episode something. Um, well, we are, we are basically the Washington football team of football podcasts at this point. Absolutely, yeah. Um, take, a, take a rip off um, Alan Davis on uh, Dave. And just no, come up. Just come up with an, a, a title per episode at the end of the episode. So whatever the main theme has been, or the, the the quote of the episode, could be the title of the podcast. I'm sure Andy would absolutely love that in listings. And <laughs> yeah, buddy. But yeah, it's um, it's your weekly roundup of uh, what would usually be all things Middlesbrough, Hull, and Nottingham Forest in the Championship. However, as we discussed last week, we're in the middle of an international break. And um, again, not to date the podcast at all, but we are currently in the middle or towards the end of England's last fixture in said international break. Um, They're currently playing Poland. I won't divulge the score until the game finishes for predictions purposes, but we're quite close to the end. We're into the 86th minute now, so... We should be finished within the next five or ten minutes max. Um, so we'll start as we usually do with last week's predictions and results. So uh, we'll start with last week's England game against Andorra. Andrew, would you care to do the honours? I don't think it's me doing the honours on this one. Um, it's one of those things, normally there'd be a fourth box on this screen and a fourth voice for the lovely listeners to listen to. Uh, Matthew is otherwise indisposed, as were his predictions. So just the three picks. Um, I'm not going to lie, boys. When everybody started throwing out five nils, I was like, you yeah, lunatics. Five nil. <laughs> Because I had to write it next to the word England. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. But apparently, my glass half empty attitude when it comes to English football is not the way we do things here. I should have followed in your boys' line. I should have gone crazy. Five nils, five nils, five nils. Or, anybody, anybody, Bueller, 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 correct, it was four lovely England goals and zero Andorra goals. Now what I can tell you here is we didn't have to worry about any Andorra goal scorers as there were none and we didn't pick any, even I didn't pick any. Because, you know, I'd have had to look it up. And, you know, I'm lazy. I, th- I think we'd have been struggling. Let's let's be honest. Um, I certainly don't know any Andorran-based footballers or Andorran footballers. Well, there and we go. If you don't know any, I mean, I can't imagine the internet knows any. If you don't know any. Well, you'd be surprised. I'd, I'd have to go back through the stats as well, but I don't know if Andorra have ever scored against England. I know they've never... They've never even got a draw against them. So England have won every single game they've played against them. Which 
against a, a, a team that is fairly far down the, uh, the the FIFA rankings is understandable. Um, but yeah, no goals for Andorra. All information that would have been useful before making my pick. There was some comment by the uh, commentary team during the game actually about the fact that they would have they would have celebrated like they'd won had they scored because they've because of their scoring record. So that that kind of reinforces Paul's uh, Paul's point there. So as previously mentioned, um, you boys were all over them goals, throwing goals left, right, and centre. Um, let's do it this way. I'll tell you what I put down. It's no surprise. I put one nil. And I put, uh, I put back, one second, <laughs> I put Bamford to score. Well, going off last week's podcast where we referred to him as former Middlesbrough striker Patrick Bamford, because he didn't score, we can refer to him as Leeds player Patrick Bamford in the uh, similar vein to um, Britain's Andy Murray success or has success at Wimbledon, whereas Scotland's Andy Murray is always the one who fails when it comes to him being knocked out. Correct. That is how it should be. So, we've got five, five nils to deal with and four nils with a score. So we're, we're already looking real nice. So straight away, points on the board. Both of you get a point. For one of you, it only got a little better than that. One of you correctly... Oh, does somebody want to relay the goal scorers before I tell you which of those were correct? So, off the top of my head, I can remember there were two strikes by Jesse Lingard. There was a penalty from Harry Kane. And the fourth goal scorer is escaping me. I can't. I can't think who it was. It was uh, Bakary Saka. Ah, yes. Now, it's not surprising that Stu know the answer to that. So, um, Paul followed uh, in my footsteps as as you would expect, and went with uh, Bamford to score twice. So that accounts for two of his five out the window. Um, I'll, I'm just going to rip that plaster off. Basically, Paul did correctly predict Lingard to score. Of a possible one, two, uh, seven points, uh, Paul could have got, he ended up with two. Um, so currently, it's one for me, two for Paul. Obviously, we know who's won the week. But the question is, and this is where things get real important, by how much? Was it a little? Was it a lot? Stu gets a point for 5 nil. Just a little point. Just a point. Uh, Stu also followed suit with, with a Bamford prediction. Oh dear. Did predict Lingard to score twice. Yeah, so that's it's, it's a pretty it's a pretty inspired pick in the end, isn't it? That's, it's, that, uh, it's that, that's two additional points. And uh, who was the football footballer that uh, Paul couldn't quite recall the name of? Uh, that, that that would be uh, Mr. Saka. 
And I imagine the reason you knew that, Stu, was because uh, you predicted him to score. So, Stu, Stuart midweek, four points. So that's double, double the next person down. Now, I don't want to ruin anything here. Paul, can you tell me how many minutes are left in the game? no for a very specific reason in that Poland have just scored <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> uh, it was in injury time so we are very close to the end of the game it was um, by the I think it was a centre back who scored but um, we'll go through that in due course but yes we are we are into uh, Three three minutes of four added on, but I'm pretty sure of that. Ninety seconds was the Polish uh, the Polish players going absolutely mental. So um, we're very very close to the end. Let's put it that way. Oh, oh that that's 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 upset me greatly. What, what were you on for some points, Andrew? Not just some points. <laughs> Because the combination that was laid out on this page allowed for a very close, very close situation to have arisen. However... Well, well, I'll tell you what. Obviously, we can't give the result, as we don't have the result yet, but you can update a few things in the book. So, the... I was going to say the first England goal. So far, the only England goal was scored by Harry Kane. And so far, the only Poland goal was scored by Damien David, with a W. Sijmanski. Good luck spelling that. Bless you. I mean, you don't have to spell it. Just write zero points next to the... Uh... <laughs> it's funny you say that, because it, by it being that person, unless Poland score again... Uh, no one's going to be scoring again, as the game has just finished 1-1. Okay. So... Oh, I, I, I'm... <sighs> don't want to play this game anymore. So many, So many weeks... Of terrible, terrible predictions from this man here. And he finally gets the chance to taste <laughs> victory. And he has it snatched away. If it's any consolation, the England team know exactly how you feel right now. So I don't believe that's true, Stu. So... Um, what we've got here is a, a situation where we went from loads of points to almost no points. Myself and Stu were about to taste deuces. I would have been would have been tasting the three peak. Even Paul, even Paul, he's in the room. We'll have to give him a point. As it is now, 
one point for Paul. No points for Stu. I mean, that's from two to nothing. One point for Mr. Cook. Our end result is as follows. Myself with two. Paul with three. Winning for the week. A new. Is it new or is it current? Retaining, I think. I, I think was going to say, I'm bit. pretty sure we had a conversation last week about Stu can't pick a wrestling match, but he can certainly pick a football game. Let, let's... Let's just cut that right there. There, there. there is no there is no predictions championship. There is no trophy. Paul, Paul, it's time we break it to you. We know that the competitions that Paul organises, there's never a trophy. Whereas, you know, if you happen to tune into Getting Over, you'll see you'll see the trophy every time in the terms of our championship belt. So. Here it is. Look at this. <laughs> look. Look. Uh, the football podcast predictions tiara. I'll put it on for you, Stu. <laughs> Literally, I first thing I first thing I could pick up. It was either this or a frozen bracelet. Uh, I was actually trying to get the doll out of the basket. Uh, I, I was unable to to achieve that. Uh, yes, uh, Paul, we need to break the the news to you that there will be a uh, a trophy. Let's get a trophy. What's that one? What's that tiny little one? The ashes. Let's get let's get a version of that. I just put football podcast on it. Well, if we or, do it that way, we'd have to basically burn last season's predictions book that, and have that as the as the ashes of the it, old football podcast. But it's the same book. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't possibly do that. Well, I'll tell you what, wait until that book's finished, like, that, that book has no more pages. We will burn it and ceremoniously put Absolutely. the ashes into a small earth. I was going to say, the, alter- the, the alternative is we go Stanley Cup and just can't get it on the <laughs> screen. Can't get it on the screen. And whoever wins that week has to spend the rest of the podcast holding it above their head. I think you're just going to inside the cup. Double tournament. I thought you were going to say the punishment for winning is you have to transport the trophy to the next winner. Cost you 60 quid in shipping. (laughs) Well, now that the whole, you know, England... Whatever. Distraction. I don't think think I'm going to really recover from this, is what I'm I'm saying here. Um, it, It has led me to rethink some of my choices uh, and, we'll, and we'll come to that in a bit um, yeah we'll come we'll come to that so let's talk about real football and real football is starting with Paul's team going up against Coventry City so we've got Coventry City versus Middlesbrough Stew. What are you thinking? Okay, so I'm I'm quite confident that Coventry are going to score zero goals. Um, but I have a question for the uh, Middlesbrough fan in the room before I, I lay this one down: Is Stuart. is Ick Piazu going to be back in the starting lineup or not? Because he didn't play in the last game. 
So he'd had two weeks, longer, I suppose, technically, to recover from whatever it was that he had as an issue. Um, let's have a look and see if there's anything on the old well, website. Just, just for the for the predictions purposes, if he is in the starting lineup, um, if if he's if he's looking well, not if he's going to be in the starting lineup, but if he's looking like he's going to play, I've gone for two nil to Middlesbrough. Um, and Ikpiazu to score one, and what more to score the second? I like what you're laying down there, Stu, because I have gone with a one nil to Middlesbrough with what more to score? Um. I believe it's looking distinctively like uh, Matthew is uh, bowing out of the predictions for the week, which is perfectly fine. Um, so, what that means, Paul, is uh, we're already on to asking you what you think your team is going to do in this game. Go. Um, I can't find. I can't find anything on Mister Mister Ikpiatsu, Sadly. Um, I, I I would imagine he'll probably be back to to play. Um, obviously, they've made some signings at the end of the transfer window. Um, one of those was a new striker. Um, whether or not he'll be thrust straight into the action is up for debate. Obviously, he's away on international duty at the moment with Slovenia. Um, so he will be making his way back, or if, or he might have already got back to Teesside to start training with the first team. Um, I would be surprised if, if any of the new signings are thrown straight in, with maybe the exception of uh, Onal Hernandez, who I think might start the game. Not only will he start the game, I believe he will score the winner in a 1-0 win. Okay, very similar scores there, very similar goal scorers. Moving on swiftly, um, Stu's team is going to take on Swansea City. Now, I know uh, basically the way I've been doing um, pretty much the last couple of seasons is I'll give the, the, the what I would refer to as the home team a good few weeks to get there, for want of a better way of putting it, shit together. And I'll just keep giving them the win. If they can't get the job done, Nottingham Forest, then I will not only switch to going against that team. As time goes on, that thumping will get worse. Pretty sure that I was on the fence with the whole City situation a couple of weeks ago. However, I've decided to come off the fence today and I've gone... 1-0 to Hull City, and as I keep predicting it, I'm not going to stop until he actually scores a goal. Lewis Potter to score. 1-0 for me, Lewis Potter, Paul. Um, I, like, I like that. I've got, I've got no, 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 no sort of qualms with that. Uh, I am, I am going to go for a draw. I'm, I'm going to go for a 1-1. Um... Now, 
I'm not entirely sure who Swansea have got now because they've sold an awful lot of their players. So I'm going to have to do a little bit of digging around and see what there what was in their team the last time. Oh, actually, stick me down for Piro. P-I-R-O-E. I think he's got three in his first four or five games. So. Tip Poirot. Hello. Um, yeah, Piro. Uh, and then the whole goal, I'll go for Malik Wilkes. Let's go. Just leaves you, Stu. What's your team going to do this week? As the as the whole fan, or as it should probably be known, eternal pessimist in the room, um, I'm going for a Swansea 1-0 win with Cullen to score. And it's not the Cullen who used to play for us either. So the, them them old boy rules need not apply. Okay. Um, he's not here, but we're still going to feature his team because it's part of the part of the package. Nottingham Forest versus Cardiff City. Uh, I went first last time, so. Stu, why don't you tell me what you think? I know you've just okay. gone, but give us it again. He's he's not in the room, but we'll still give him a goal. So I'm going for a Nottingham Forest 1, Cardiff 1 scoreline with Zinkenagel to score for Forest, just because I really want that to happen. Fantastically named footballer. And, and in keeping with the theme... He's not in the room, so we'll give him a goal, albeit for Cardiff. So let's have more of the, the uh, goal scorer for Cardiff. Okay. Um, as I mentioned before, I have officially given Nottingham Forest their marching papers. And as he's not here, don't have to give him a goal. 1-0 uh, to Cardiff City. Tomlin to score. Paul. So what was that? Stu's gone for a draw, you've gone for a Cardiff win. So it's up to me to pick up the uh, Nottingham Forest win. For, Absolutely. Uh, all bits covered, yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I will go for a 2-1 Nottingham Forest win. They've got to get a win at some point. I reckon they might get it here. Okay. Goal scorer-wise... Uh, Stew's a Zinka Nagel pick <laughs> and uh, slide in a little uh, casual lolly banger. Okay. And as for Cardiff, I'm just going to have a quick check to see what they had in terms of guys playing from the last time they were out as. I do like Kiefer Moore, but I don't like him enough to pick him to score. <laughs> and I can't even pick the goal scorer from the last game because it was a Bristol City own goal. What is the chances? Um, so I will go for Marlon Pack. Okay. 
So that's the weekend taken care of. But as is the way, doesn't stop there. And what's interesting about this following series of games is this. Three teams, but only two games to predict. Now this is interesting. Could that possibly mean that two of the podcast teams take on each other? Let's find out. I'll tell you this much. It's not Blackburn versus Hull City though, is it? You're right, Stu, it's not. What we're seeing here in Blackburn versus Hull City is Hull City winning 1-0 with Wilkes to score. Paul, agree or disagree? Um, disagree. I'm going to go for him to get back-to-back draws. I would like to put them down for a 1-1 draw again. Interesting. Scorers? Um, obviously the uh, rather exotic Ben Brereton-Diaz to score the Blackburn. Okay. And McGuinness. We'll go for McGuinness to score for Hull. Just leaves you, Stu. Are you with your team or against them? So, last time around, you picked a win, Paul picked a draw, I picked a loss. This time around, you've picked a win, Paul's picked a draw. And I'm picking a loss again, why not? <laughs> so, I have put a little bit, there's, there's a little bit of theory in this, and in the sense of, we've discussed on the podcast before, how Hull and Borough have this whole sloppy seconds theory going on. And it's happened again. Rude. So, Black, Blackburn was... Borough's last game, I think, before the international break. Yeah, I suppose it's not it's not a direct sloppy second time because they've got the weekend games. Because <laughs> I've had two weeks to dry out. But um, is so then so what I did was I, I I put us down to lose, which isn't great, I know. But then on the theory of if we actually get any points from it, I feel better about it for one. And secondly, on the whole theory of the uh, seconds, seeing as Gallagher scored against Borough if they're going to carry on that theme he'll score against Hull so I've gone for Blackburn 1 Hull 0 with Gallagher to score interesting very interesting as previously mentioned three teams to predict only two games what could that possibly mean so what that means it means that Nottingham Forest Going up against the mighty Middlesbrough. Now here's where it gets real interesting. I've been waiting pretty much the entire podcast to point this one out. Um, As I said previously, uh, I've given Nottingham Forest their marching orders. They can... Um, And, as I also pointed out a little while ago, it gets worse as it goes on. I also like to give the home teams home team advantage. Middlesbrough 3, Nottingham Forest 0. Tavernier, Watmore and Ick 
piazzu are all going to take chunks out of forest next week. Stu, thoughts? Um, I'm sorry to say to Matt that I, I agree with you in the respect of that Middlesbrough I have down for a win. Um, but I'm not quite as confident with that regard scoreline wise so I've gone for Nottingham Forest 1 Middlesbrough 2 and I've gone for Taylor for Forest to finally get off is Arsene do something yeah pretty much yeah that's exactly what I was just going to say and then for Middlesbrough I've gone for the old Patrick McNair and uh, Crooks to steal a second Love it, Paul. Thoughts on uh, thoughts on what's going on here with regards to your team? Well, originally, I wasn't going to be as optimistic as you two both are for uh, for the Boroughs' plight, um, but you've, you've talked me into it. So I'll I'll also go for a two-one Middlesbrough win. Oh. Talk to me. If Spence was allowed to play, I'd say he's nailed on to score against Borough. But I don't think he'll be allowed to play. Um, I don't think they've got anyone in the team that used to play for Borough. So we can't have the old curse of the old boy coming back to uh, bite him in the arse. Um, i tell you who does lo- I tell you who does like to score against Borough, though. Ryan Yates. Stick me down for him to fucking score. Um, Not to uh, score, ladies and gentlemen. I was fucking score. Um, for the Borough, I'll go for... Oh, here we go. I'll, I'll have a Grant Hall goal. I thought you said Grant Hall then. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> Not running about the years. Uh, and a first goal in Middlesbrough Colours for the new striker, Spora. Don't think he'll start, but I think he'll come on and might he might be the catalyst to change the game. Let's see, we'll go with that. Well, that prediction officially closes the book for the week. All predictions are in. All T's are crossed, I's are dotted. The way we've been doing it this season is we've front-loading predictions, predictions, predictions and back-loading football news. I know that Stu was uh, firing off football factoids before we started recording and I'm sure that our resident football knowledge base has plenty of information for you lovely people. So this is a section of the podcast that we like to call the Football News. Gentlemen, what news have we got in the last week? Well, as we know, it was the international break. And um, again, as we know with me, with the wrestling, we also like to talk about the first time ever. So, for the first time ever, or certainly I've ever seen it, I've seen an international football match suspended because police burst onto the pitch at around 10 minutes 
to detain wanted footballers from the Premier League. Um, so basically, if you've not seen this, this was Brazil versus Argentina. Um, some of the Brazilian players are of Premier League clubs. And it's, they've allegedly fudged the paperwork with regards to their COVID uh, status, whether they've done tests and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, the police were like, well, we know where they're going to be at this time. Stop the game. So they, they burst, burst onto the pitch and uh, detained some of the players um, from, from quite a few Premier League teams as well, we were saying. So... Um, was it was it Man, Man United, Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool? Was it Villa and Wolves were the other two? Leeds, Leeds and Liverpool. And Leeds. I think it was all the top four and Leeds. I think were the affected teams. So you've got Edison and Allison, so keepers for Man City and Liverpool. Um, Leeds is. Uh, Rafinha, who is quite a big name for them, really. It's a bit of a... Uh, that'll be a massive blow, because I think he's he's quite pivotal to how they're playing at the minute. Um, oh, they've got Dan James coming in now, surely. Well, yeah, that's also true. Um, Thiago Silva at Chelsea. So, centre-half, maybe not a guaranteed star, but it'll certainly be a miss. Um, uh, there was also Gabriel Jesus... At Man City, uh, Firmino and Fabinho both at Liverpool, and then the the one plus that comes out of it is that Man United don't have to pick Fred, so that'll be a bit of a uh, blessing in disguise. Uh, blessing in disguise. So, um, yeah, no, no Fred for Man United this uh, this 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 weekend, which I imagine will probably get a bigger cheer than when they actually read out the team. So. But yeah, strange. The only, the, the only the time I've ever heard of something similar to that, like not not the game being stopped, but um, a player being um, sort of tracked down for something, was I can't remember how many years ago it was, but uh, there's a player who used to play for West Ham called Enna Valencia. Did he ever spell? Did he ever spell it Hull? Maybe he did. In fact, it might be that he scored a, a bit of a, a bit of a pearler against Hull in the Premier League, actually. But um, uh, yeah, he used to play for West Ham, and he, he was called. He's an Ecuadorian international. He was called up for an Ecuador uh, either friendly or a qualifier or something like that. Um, and when he was on the pitch, the uh, local authorities in Ecuador actually um, tracked him down because he. Uh, he refused to be paying uh, child support money. So the authorities had tracked him down, obviously knowing exactly where he was going to be. Um, and to get out of having to speak to the authorities, he feigned an injury, um, was taken off the pitch on a stretcher, <laughs> um, which then basically sort of drove him around the outside of the pitch. Apparently on the, on the footage, you can actually see these these authority people following after the uh, the stretcher, trying to talk to him, um, and uh, he managed to get out of it by just yeah, fading an injury and running away. <laughs> from them, which was uh, quite impressive. 
did say on the, on the um, article that I'd read about what had happened in the uh, Argentina game that whichever players it was that had been affected from the Argentina side of things um, had locked themselves in the dressing room for a little bit to try and try and avoid the police. It's like not sure that's the brightest thing. Like you know, big door with Argentina dressing room written on it, presumably, and you, you've been seen going in there, like unless they're like pulling some kind of secret trapdoor shit that nobody knows about. Then it's not exactly rocket science for the coppers, is it? You wouldn't have thought so, but alas, here we are. Anything else news-wise? I've I've had a look and I can't see anything. Um, we did we did talk we did talk briefly uh, last week about the uh, Ronaldo situation and about my, what what might happen with a shirt number. Um, so for anybody oh, that is worried about that, um, Cavani has uh, given up the number seven shirt and has opted. Is it twenty three or twenty nine? Is there twenty one? Because twenty one is the number he plays for when he play, Well, that's the number he wears when he plays for Uruguay. So, so he's he he has moved numbers. Um, although everything I've seen was about how he'd given the number away, but this is obviously the Premier League would have still had to have granted the permission for it, but a brand as, as massive as Ronaldo, I don't think they were ever going to say no to. So it, it will be resumed that Ronaldo picks up the number seven shirt again for, for Man United and uh, could possibly make his debut against Newcastle, I believe, this weekend. I think there's... There's talk that he won't be able to because of quarantining reasons and things like that, but I can't understand that because obviously there's a, there's been a lot of um, pictures doing the rounds today of him having a conversation with Solskjaer. Yeah, he's been he's been in the so, um, training with United, so so he, he can't he can't be quarantining then if he's having his picture taken with the manager and stuff like that. So who knows? I'd be surprised if he's if he's deemed fit. I'd be surprised if he's not at least on the bench. Um, and obviously from United's last league game, they're going to have to make a change anyway because um, one of their starters last week, uh, the last time they played a the game was Dan James, who has since been sold to Leeds. So there will have to be at least one change made to their starting lineup. Or, well, two. Obviously, as Fred will be able to play as well. Was the P. Um, so yeah, I'll be, I'll be amazed if he doesn't play at least some part in the game. Let's put it that way. But yeah, that was it. Other than that, I'm, uh, I'm doing quiet week. Then quiet week <clears throat> leaves me then to ask: Is there any other business, gentlemen? I've got shaking heads here, and as we all know, I don't have any business being there. So. Uh, I'll say thank you to you gentlemen for joining me, taking these lovely people through the choppy waters that is the football world. Join us next week when we go through what happened in the games we've just predicted and predict some more games. Till then, I'm going to say bye to you lovely gentlemen, bye to these lovely people, and I'll catch you then. So there you go, what do you think of that? Another one done, another week of games predicted, another week in the books. Uh, yeah, some good games coming up. If you're checking us out on YouTube, thank you. If you're checking us out just audio-wise, thank you. But if you could subscribe, like, share and comment, it'd be a lot to us. You can also check us out on thecookiecast.com 
over there. We've got social media links, email links, and just general information. Do check us out. And if you're feeling fruity, drop us a line. That's it for this one. Until next time, I want to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.